0: Good morning, KLE, and good morning, Steve.
1: Good morning.
0: Welcome to the land of kingdom leaders, making an impact, transforming nations, cultures, societies. Uh, just, um, It's really great to have you uh, hopping onto the episode with us or onto the broadcast with us, Steve and I, and we appreciate every single listener. And uh, we trust today you will be inspired with that conversation again. We just kicked off with uh, Steve quoting a scripture, and we're talking about um, something that I think is very relevant. Steve, what was that scripture again?
1: In Habakkuk 2, I believe it is. Yep. Tutu. Tutu? Yes. I will put on my tutu this morning.
0: Yes, put on your tutu and fire away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't found it yet. You know, I, while I'm looking for this, I, I had a, a call this week that just, I mean, it really excited me. It just kind of affirmed uh, what we're supposed to be doing and everything. And, yes. and um, the guy says, Steve, I just want you to know that you have a, you have a really good face for radio. Face? And, uh, yeah, it just affirmed my... <laughs> your, your purpose in life. Yeah, affirmed my purpose in life. Thank you very much. <clears throat>
0: uh your face on radio. That's pretty yes. good, yeah.
1: Yeah, you have a face for radio.
0: Yeah, don't don't say anything, just
1: <laughs> Right. Right. Just sit there.
0: Oh, my
1: word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about your voice. Your face is great for radio.
0: We'll know you then.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh well. So you're saying that I'm so beautiful. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <It> comes true. <laughs> oh, boy. No, it's funny. Uh, she got me started. What we were, what we were talking about earlier, uh, and Sean says, "Oh, let's turn on the. Let's go ahead and turn this on. And start recording. Um, we have a." we purchased a steamboat. Uh, it's actually a, the only, apparently it's the only wood fired steam stern paddle wheeler left anywhere. And, uh, we purchased this a, a couple of years ago and we've been in the remodeled process for, uh, for that length of time. And, and, um, all of a sudden now it's like people are beginning to come around and, and, one um, the original guy that, that helped build the boat, um, his company and everything. He, he's starting a model, uh, for the reconstruction process. In fact, he's almost completed it. Uh, he came up a couple of weeks ago and, and just, uh, gave me some pointers on how to, not just how to start, but, but, uh, kind of a sequence on what to do. And, uh, uh, then I had some guys that uh, are boiler experts that came in and plumbing experts for steam, and, and they were talking with me on the phone several times a couple weeks ago and just kind of setting a course for that. And uh, out of all that began a, uh, a different – it tweaked the vision a little bit more. It, it didn't make it just where we were restoring what was already there, but to make, make the boat an actual showpiece – and a tour in and of itself, you know, rather than, you know, just, Hey, let's hop on the boat and take a boat ride. Uh, it was, uh, it is, it's more along the lines of, of, uh, something so nice and something so beautiful that people just want to get on it just to see it anyway, type of thing. And, um, anyway, what, what came out of that then this morning was that verse in, in the Habakkuk too, I will set me up on my watch and I will watch to see, actually I'll read it because it's a little bit better than me trying to quote it. I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower. I will watch to see what he will say to me. What, I, what shall I answer when I'm reproved? And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is not for an appointed or is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak. And shall not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And uh, that's what we were talking about: is setting not just not just having a vision that you just carry around in your own heart, but begin to begin to explain that vision. And as you do that with a team of people that are around you, the vision takes on because everybody sees the tree from a different side. Does that make sense? Hmm if I'm standing on one side of the tree, you know, you're going to see it from, you're going to see that same tree, but you're not standing right in my place. So you're going to see that tree either from the other side or from a different perspective than what I see it. You're going to see different bark. You're going to see, anyway, they, they begin to see some things. They begin to, to think, Oh man, let's put the brass valves back in there. Let's put this in here. Let's do this. Well, great guys. This is, you know, we're talking about spending my money here, but, <laughs> you know, that currently I don't have, but, uh, um, and that's the thing. Once, once that vision begins to take on a life, people begin to gather around and begin to, because it's part, it's partly theirs. They begin to own part of the vision, not just, it's not just your vision. They're not just rallying behind your vision anymore. That's right. So anyway, that was that's been kind of exciting just to watch that happen and, and uh, see all the people that are that just really want to help. They want to put their hand to it, uh, because it's not just mine, it belongs to this region. I mean, it's part of the heritage of this region. Uh this was very well known, this whole area for steamboats.
0: Yeah.
1: Um so Anyway, it's just it's just kind of exciting, and uh, it's just it's just fun to watch something like that, watch a scripture like that actually begin to take place, and begin to learn from it from kind of backwards, you know, not learn the scripture first and then then see this, but to see it happen, and then the Lord gives you that scripture to say this is what's happening in your life. Right. So.
0: No, absolutely, and I, and I think you know. Um, yeah, I was reminded this week of that uh, scripture that says, "Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when a tree comes, it's um, when desire comes, it's a tree of life." Right. Or, or when vision is reinstated, when inspiration comes, it's a tree of life. And uh, many times we, you know, I've I've had a situation. You know, we we it seems to delay, it seems to tarry, it seems to You know, you just wait, 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 and oftentimes disappointment can be overwhelming. You know, you're not seeing it; you're not seeing anything; you're not seeing the fruit of anything. And and even that
1: word inspiration, it to inspire means to give breath to. That's right. And uh, it begins to other people begin to breathe. And other people begin to breathe life into it, then, and and that inspiration, that, that inspire, that it gives you that breath of life back too. Otherwise, you're just you're sitting on this hope, <laughs> and after a while, you don't see anything happening, and you, and um, it's it was supposed to be in a movie. Uh, the boat was about a year and a half ago, and it hasn't fallen through. It's just that the movie production people, it's taken a lot longer than what they thought. Yeah, and so uh, we haven't heard anything uh, as far as a time frame on that. Uh, just just a bunch of different things. Uh, we even had a guy call us up and say, "Hey, I've got eighty thousand square foot warehouse of just steamboat models and all the stuff having to do with the late eighteen hundreds and the steamboat era and everything else. Uh, it was in a museum. The museum got flooded, and we would like for you to kind of be a steward over that and to to help." care for that um but, but but put it someplace where it's gonna people are gonna be able to see it
0: hmm.
1: well i don't i don't have a place <laughs> right now but see things like that when the lord begins to put things together exactly. but that that happened about a year or so ago and and of course once again nothing's happened to it hmm. uh, but like it says though though it tarry, though it terry wait for it yeah because it will surely come and it will not tarry. And, and I guess that, that hope or that inspiration that, that gave me that breath once again to um, keep, keep breathing it, keep, keep, keep the life of it going. Uh, not, not that I have to artificially uh, respirate it. You know, I'm not trying to give it mouth to mouth. it came back to life on its own i mean it came it came back around and and uh you can feel the breath of life in it again so
0: and there's a time for everything you know so it's for really appointed- you want to write that down, huh? you
1: ought to write that down
0: write what down
1: there's Did a you- time for everything in heaven and on earth,
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's a season to everything. There's a season.
0: There's a season for everything. Well, verse three says the vision is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries towards the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail. And even though it delays, wait patiently for it, because it will certainly come. It will not delay. It will not delay. And you know that I think one of the, one of the keys, um, that we we really got to discover within ourselves is finding the vision that God has for us to fulfill, you know, is in our personal lives. It's right, and I think that's an important thing that I, I like to communicate to people because oftentimes when I've done workshops all around places, I mean, American, Africa, and Europe, and many times I sit with people and they go, i don't have a vision and uh, and I say well you actually do but you just haven't allowed god to birth it within you you haven't discovered it it's just there everybody has one everybody god 's given everybody an expected future end everybody right, not one. everybody 's got a goal for, to move towards something that is in your in your destiny. Somebody said you can 't predict your future, but you certainly can create your destiny and um, and god 's got that plan, and we create it by beginning to dream it. We have this incredible thing called imagination and uh, and and then when you discover that you paint the picture of it then you begin to communicate it and that's when people can get on board that was right. one of the reasons why i started the podcast because i you know i was sitting here in middle of pennsylvania in the, amongst the amish and um, and i'm thinking okay I, I'm a communicator. That's what I do. I speak. I, I love teaching, preaching. I love sharing. I love uh, speaking. I, I love running workshops and things. And, and I've got no car. I've got no platform. Nobody knows me. What, what do I do? You know? And I thought, well, um, hey, I discovered this thing last year called podcasting. And I said, that's, a, you know, that's, what is this about? And, and I said, so I jumped on and started, so I found a platform that's for free. Uh, which is the anchor FM platform and I said well I can do this I can speak you know so right. this will get me out I don't, I don't whether it's five people one person I, you know if I can change if, if we can if we can inspire one person's dream one person's journey we, we can influence one person to think differently then then I think we've pretty much accomplished something in our life you know
1: right. But that's what that boils. I mean, that comes back down to what we've talked about. uh, This is several weeks ago now, but um, where God told Moses, I want you to deliver my people, uh, which is basically a vision. I mean, it's just a it's a point, a dot way out there in the distance somewhere. And, uh, you know, this is where I want you to go. This is what I want you to do. And he goes, how in the world am I going to do that? You know, Uh, and he says, what's that in your hand? And that little statement to me changed my whole life. Yes. What's that in your hand? For 40 years, he'd been following Jethro, his father-in-law's sheep and goats around, um, stepping in all their doo-doo. And um, that's all he knew for the last 40 years.
0: 40 years, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 40 40 years he's been doing this.
0: That is a long time.
1: (laughs) Yes. And so uh, God says, what's that in your hand? He, and he, it's a staff. And he throws it down on the ground. It becomes a serpent, picks it up by the tail. And, and uh, uh, the, thing that, the thing that got me is that he didn't, he didn't choose some special anointing. He didn't choose some, some great gifting. He said, I've prepared you even naturally. I've just prepared you, a person. I prepared this son of mine for the last 40 years doing whatever it is that you've been doing. I've prepared you and I'm sending you. Yeah. So what's that in your hand? Mm-hmm. You know, in simplicity, you, know, you, you found a, a platform, you found something that was free. Uh, that was in your hand. Yeah. And so whatever's in your hand right now, just go ahead and be faithful in in whatever's in your hand because he's not calling some big anointed person. He's not calling, he wants, he wants somebody who will just naturally do who they are and just be that. And he'll, he's sending you, he's not sending that anointing or gift. He's sending you.
0: exactly. And
1: I guess that, that just makes it so much simpler um, to realize that, I don't have to get more anointed. I don't have to learn more. I don't have to do more. I don't have to be more. Um, he's just, what's that in your hand? I mean, it's so simple. Yep. I'm just using you. I'm sending you. Yep. So.
0: Yeah, that's uh, it, Eleanor Roosevelt. I think said, uh, you know, do what you can with what you have where you are today, and and many times what we what we wait for. You know it's like we live this futuristic life in this sometimes with right. like when we when when I have this, then I will you know when I when I have that then I will and right. we don't start where we are. and many times what we can't see is the whole vision you, you can't see the whole picture.
1: No, you never can and but you can part
0: you see a part of it and that's what I'm saying is like many many people, many Christians, you know, as I've shared and, 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 you know, just business people, sometimes they go, well, I don't, you know, I don't have a vision. I just do what I have to do every day and ha ha ha, make some money. Ha ha ha. You know, and again, you don't understand is that your, your assignment, your purpose is so much greater than just the bottom line, just making a profit, right. just making some money. You
1: know, what's strange is, is that regardless of how many seminars and stuff I've been to, they've always said, you know, write your goals. That's the most important thing. You know, sit down, write your goals. And I always thought, okay, that's fine. You know, here's my goal. And, and, you know, I kind of did it haphazardly, but here in Habakkuk, he says, (laughs) I will watch to see what he will say to me. And then the Lord told him, write the vision and make it plain. Yeah. So that anybody who reads this thing, could run on the track, not, not just you, but anybody who reads this can see what track to run on. And that just, just to write that vision, just to write that purpose out to, to, and see, I haven't even done that yet with the, I've done it to some degree, but not, um, not to the full degree that people can really look at it and go, Oh, Oh, now I see that's, that's very plain. I can see that. Hmm. Uh, You know, rather than just okay, we're going to fix up the boat so we can have tours.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I I mean that's a great goal, but to to paint the picture, to write it, and to make it plain. I mean that's you know I sent you the picture of what of what I'd like to see the finished product be. Yeah. And um, when you look at that, you go, oh my goodness, that is beautiful. I mean that's really pretty, and uh, but it gives it gives you a different picture then rather than just rather than just always fixing up a boat.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, well, and that's the thing is it's not a boat. It's a it's a travelling steamboat that goes up and down the river taking tourists uh, to see, you know, pictures of the past and relive uh, some of the old history. Right. You know, so you you that that's what, what a lot of people you know lose their creativity in the sense that they they focus on on the logic of it they focus on you know point at, and then to be honest steve the one thing i don't tell people to do is set goals <laughs> right. because not not as right. an initial as the initial step say first discover first in your heart know what is your mission in life what is right. your purpose what is your assignment what is your calling Purpose to me is broken down into four things. One is your mission. Two is your vision. Three is your values, and four is what makes you different. Who, you know what 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 differentiates you <laughs> or what you're doing from anybody else. What what, what is your edge? What is that right. that dif- distinguishing factor? What is it that you do well? What is your gift? What is your strength? What is it that that God has given you that right. you are passionate about that you can do very well. And how does that all tie into where you're going now? You know? And so when we, when we, dis- when we discover that sense of purpose and you lay those things out now, suddenly, you know, it takes on a bigger picture, bigger meaning right. than right. just just a boat or right. just a podcast. You know, there's, I mean I've told you this. There's like seven hundred and I don't know, fifty thousand people just on iTunes doing podcasts, and they're saying it's still in its infant stage as an industry. Wow. So there's seven hundred and fifty thousand podcasts on on iTunes, but only eighteen percent have loaded up a episode in the past ninety days. Wow. How many of them and and I mean people that are doing incredible things but are just they don't do anything with their podcast so they're not communicating with the world they they doing what they do so to rise through all of that it's not just a podcast you, you know there's a lot of people doing that okay well everybody's doing a podcast so I should do a podcast i mean there's podcasts on game of thrones <laughs> can you believe it right Pod, podcasts on whatever you'd like to talk about uh, it, it's it's just you know and, the, and I I'm on a forum of podcasters and I I you know what do I talk about somebody helped me with with um, topics or subject or content or and I'm thinking you got to be joking i don't have enough time on podcast to put out everything that i want to you know it's just i've got so much to say i don't have enough podcasts to do it <laughs> so i mean i could start but it, so many but then you know i'll be busy all the time and i can't handle everything but I mean the one I do the leadership boost I do every day, and then I do uh, the Kingdom leadership equipping. I think three three times or four times a, day, a week, and and um, I mean that keeps me busy. But I'm never I'm never at a loss of what to say. Never, right. <laughs> because it, I'm communicating a message, of purpose. It's bigger right. than than just having um, a goal of. Podcasting. It's like the I have a mission. I have a right. movement I want to start. I have a message I want to communicate. And and it's like the steamboat as well. And that's I think a number of years ago, maybe four four years ago or something, I said to you about the steamboat, I said, Steve, you've got to begin to communicate a bigger picture. Right. You've got to communicate a picture yeah. with, with so people can say, Hey, I want to I want to be part of that. I want to contribute to that. I want to help with that. You know, I, whatever the story is, is like, um, if if you're not communicating your vision, it's people got nothing to buy into. What's,
1: what's interesting is too, it says, "I, I will not frustrate the grace of God. Yes. The grace is something that comes so easily with us that we think it's just us. We just think it's just, <clears throat> Oh, that's just, you know, that's just me. <laughs> that's just me thinking that, or, uh, Oh, that's so simple that, you know, that can't be God. Um, grace is, uh, it's, it's almost like being oiled to do something. Um, it's, it's, uh, other people call it anointing or, or whatever, but it's just to be oiled means you're so slick at it. It's so easy for you you just slide right into that because that's just who you are. Yeah. And it just you're so slick in to do it and you just think it's natural. You just think it's you. Yeah. And that's where a lot of times we're looking for something so extraordinary Jeez. that we don't do the ordinary. We don't do who we are. We don't do what it is we've been placed on this earth to do because we're looking for something different, something that we've seen is quote unquote anointed or quote uh, spiritual or whatever else. He's not sending somebody spiritual doggone it. He's <laughs> sending he's sending he's sending what he's equipped you for the last 40 years. He what's that in your hand? I mean it, it was something so practical. It was something so simple. It was something that he had been using as a tool for the last 40 years. He knew how to do that already. Yeah. yeah. And so it wasn't finding something different. It was just it was not frustrating the very grace that God put in him to just lead the people just like he had the flocks yeah. for the last 40 years. Yeah. And yes, you're going to step in there, doo-doo. Yes, you're going to, you know, uh, <clears throat> but it's the same thing. I, I'm just sending you to be who you are. And that's, I guess that's the thing is, is a lot of times, uh, I, I had a guy working for me uh, a while back. This is several years ago now, probably 20. Um, And I do, I I do landscape design and construction. So we do a lot of waterfalls, a lot of things like that. and hmm. And this guy, bless his heart um, uh, that's a Southern thing where it means, Oh boy, this joker's in trouble. But anyway, um, this guy, bless his heart. He, um uh, he just had a, he, he couldn't, you'd tell him to do something and, and he would try to do it and he just mess it up. So you'd have to, you know, show him how to do it again, show him what to do and, he'd mess it up again, you know, so you'd end up having to redo it. And it would frustrate him. It would. And I said, finally one day I said, what is it you really want to do in life? What is it? Well, I really like to work with handicapped children, you know, or, or mentally uh, challenged, you know, people that, that need the help. And uh, I said, well, go do that then. Because do you feel like you're frustrating not only yourself but everybody else around you every time you step onto a construction site? He goes, yes, I do. I said, well, then that's probably not what you're supposed to be doing. I mean, it's frustrating the very grace of God in your life. Don't, don't keep trying to do something you're not. Exactly. Uh, even, even though you know that you can get paid to do it, what's the sense of being on there and frustrating yourself and everybody else around you? Exactly. And it was just—I mean, it was kind of like he goes, "Oh," <laughs> so he started the process, and and that's what he's been doing for the last—I uh, don't know—18 years now.
0: Yeah. Wow. So
1: it's just—it's something to realize that there's a grace of God in us that yeah. we just think we just think it's just that natural drawing or that natural desire, or just a natural whatever, and when actually. When actually it's the seed of God. It's interesting because anointing or oil uh, in, in the, in the Hebrew is the word shemin. Yeah. It's the word we get semen from. Hmm. It's the very, <laughs> it's the very procreation of God in us to set us into this world to do who we are. Yeah. It's not something, it's not something um, different it's not something, quote, anointed. It's not something, it's just doing who he puts you on this earth to be. And because the shimeen of God, the very semen of God is in you to be who you are. So if we would just do who we are, the world would begin to see our father Yeah. as opposed to frustrating that grace of God, because we're so slick in some areas to do some stuff. We don't even think about it. We just do it that way. Hmm. And it's just, it's so, it's so interesting because we try to be something else. We try to do something else, when actually this is what we're slicking to do. So just, just do what is slick to you. Yeah. Just be. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: Just be, just be who you are. God's yeah. created you to be. With- That's right. To With be
1: is to so, do, to do is to be, so do be, do be, do. Do be, do
0: Yeah, exactly right. You know, and that that's really what I really try to encourage people to do is, is, and you, you, we again we're waiting for you know something like you're saying something huge, something you know phenomenal we we striving you know if only I can raise three people from the dead, then you know I will be, right. or when I've got a hundred people in the in in my church, then you know then I'll be acknowledged and and I've done that you know we, we we went from three to 200 and something and we were making an impact in our little town and we had healings and everything. And yet still I, I used to go sit on the sand dune at the back of the house going, Oh God, I know there's something else for me. I know that I should be doing something else. And I didn't know what it was, you know, I just, uh, but I started and, and God used those, that time to develop me to, uh unfortunately I practiced a lot on people. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I mean I didn't know and nobody was showing me. So all I knew was this is what I do, you know? And so you get out right. and you do it and he's just like you're practicing, but God was using that to form me, create me. Right. And and then I went through this. We
1: practice what we see other people doing, though, a lot of times. Ah,
0: Now, that's a point I want to raise as well, because you've raised, and I'm glad you brought that up, because, you know, I heard somebody say this, and I thought, that's incredible. He said, learn from others, but never become them. And when I first started out in ministry, I was trying so hard to be like my pastor, you know, and all I did was get myself into legalistic Uh, works really. I I was not, I had no life. I was struggling to, to try and measure up actually to a picture that it wasn't true. And so we, and I was talking to somebody yesterday, a guy called me internationally, young guy. And, and we were just talking about uh, just talking about, you know, how we give people a label or a stereotypical kind of picture we say you are a prophet, and immediately people start striving to be what they think right. is a prophet, or what they've seen somebody else as being a prophet. So they try and fit into that like label, into that you know right. stereotypical kind of thing, and they've got no grace for it. Have you ever sat in a meeting where somebody thinks they can preach or speak and they can't?
1: <laughs> yes. Usually it's those people that have become the district supervisors.
0: Yes. yeah, you, know, you know, they're so bad. They get promoted because they can't preach to save That's the right. People, you know? so That's right. It is, uh, you know, those guys like, and they, some of them are determined they're going to be, you know, they will be, and, and they do more damage than anything because they're right out of their grace place. Like, right. It's not in their grace place. And, and you're absolutely right. It's, but, but I, what I want to encourage our listeners is like, Hey, don't wait for something great to happen, which is also what Steve is saying is just start where you are with what you have right now. Start who you are. And if it means encouraging people with little notes, then that's an incredible thing. You know, a a friend of mine passed away um, beginning of the year, just suddenly, a young guy, 55 years old, just suddenly had a heart attack and passed away. But at his his, uh, funeral service, um, just his children, he's got 13 children and the kids not all of them, but some of them got up and and just shared, we got this note, you know, my dad sent this note to me, my dad left this note for me, my dad sent this, and I thought, you know, that was just something that he worked on. He worked on just contributing or um, sewing into their lives constantly with notes of, little notes of inspiration, encouragement, instruction, just affirmation. That that was incredible. That was so powerful, you know. It's helping
1: them write their vision. It's helping set before them or keep before their eyes the vision that's, that's actually written on their lives.
0: Well, exactly. I mean, it's, it's birthed something in them and they, you know, they have a, they have a memory and a legacy that he's left in their life that they can build on. Right. And I, you know, I was encouraged by that. I thought, you know, whatever, I mean, my, my deliverable and your deliverable you know in the sense that we're sitting here together right now talking is we this is our platform to deliver our gift you know is that what our inside our inspiration, our vision to see to see a new generation arise um, with a different p- paradigm you know and we've we've taken this platform but whatever the platform is and and I think did you say that is like when people are using, ministry as a default because they can't make it in life.
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: You you said that. It's just like, (laughs) it is crazy. Ministry is not a bunch of dysfunctional people that cannot function in the world. You know, it's right. And, and yet job,
1: sorry, can't find a job. So I'm going to, this is an easier way to do it. i get money for money for preaching.
0: I can extract it. And, you know, we've got this idea that ministry is some kind of career, Position that's on default, and right, you know, so the so all the can't make it go into ministry, that's ridiculous. You know, we, we, we can't be thinking like that. We've got to be thinking God has got a purpose on my life, and that purpose contains a mission. I have an right. assignment, I'm not here for no reason. It, it, it doesn't, whether it's big or small, whether it's in my mind or in people's minds, significant or insignificant. It's always significant.
1: Right. It's well, always- without that vision too, without that purpose, like you're saying, without that, without that direction or whatever, um, honestly, ministry is, uh, becomes like a drug. Um, you get the accolades, you, the people begin to see you as being spiritual. Um, people begin to listen to your directive or your directions uh, people begin to listen to your insight, uh, your inspiration. Uh, they begin to listen to that. And honestly, it becomes, and this is, um, I've seen this happen in so many people's lives. It, it's like a drug. They want more of that. Yeah. They want more of the accolades. They want more of the approval. They, so it depends on what's in your heart. There's a foundational issue that makes you attracted to that type of addiction. Yes. And that's where, that's where it's, it's outside of ministry. It's outside of leadership. It's outside of anything else. It's, it comes to that relationship with Christ and it comes to that. What am I put on this earth for yes. besides the fact that I was created for him? You know, I was created to be with him. That's what I'm created for. Um, what else is it? that you're having me walk in today. What is that grace that I'm so slickened in that I'm overlooking it right now? And to fall back on, not fall back on it, but begin to just in simplicity do who I am. uh, It takes that addiction or that, that propensity for addiction out of it because it doesn't matter anymore whether or not anybody else around you approves because I'm just doing who I am. I'm doing what God has put me on the earth to do. And that's all I need. Yeah. And I don't need the accolades. I don't need the approval. I don't need I don't need five people to be following me on Facebook. I don't need, you know, I don't need any of that stuff. I don't need to see how many likes I'm getting on a certain thing I've put. Uh, you know, I, I don't need any of that. All I need is to is the approval of my father saying, This is this is the way, walk ye in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I guess I guess that's what I because I've seen so many young men get trapped uh, and women get trapped in that whole thing of of the addiction of, of ministry of the addiction of leadership the addiction because it is an addiction there is there is something because they they've lacked it in their life they're looking for that acceptance and approval they're looking for that spiritual um, uh, people putting you up in a certain place oh, yes. Yeah. They're looking for that. In fact, I've had some guys call me up crying saying they're not listening to me anymore. Yeah. And I'm going, well, they're not, they don't have to. I mean, you know, it's not, you know, you don't, it's not like you have to try to do something now to get them back. Uh, when I was doing shows, I did, um, I did a stand-up comedy, magic music variety show that I toured the country with for seven years back, back in the late seventies, early eighties. So Back when I was just a young man <laughs> anyway the um what I noticed is you could take an audience of five hundred thousand people or whatever, and you could tell when you're losing them mm. and you do different things to bring them back It's almost like you learn how to manipulate yep. the audience you learn how to you learn how to do different things that'll spark their interest again and bring them back and to me, that's a very, that was one of the very first things that he started, besides the fact of, I think, I feel, I believe, that was one of the things he began to take out of me was that, was sensing the audience, sensing them and trying to bring them back to you.
0: Yeah.
1: Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Well, that's entertainment, isn't it?
1: I yes. Mean, yeah. That's what I, entertainment is. Yeah.
0: Entertainment is to bring the focus back on you.
1: Right. 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 And so to bring it back to Christ, to bring it back to him, um, and, and that's, I mean, that was a, a major blow to my ego. Cause I thought they were there for me, <laughs> yeah. you know, when they were singing how great thou art, I thought they were singing to me. Yeah. So, um, you know, it just, it's one of those things that, uh, uh As he begins, uh, uh, see, the only reason I can talk about that addiction is because I was addicted.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, join the the addicted club, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I was addicted to that type of attraction. I was addicted to that type of, I wanted that. Yeah. I wanted to be up front. I wanted for people to listen to to what I was saying. And to need you. Yes, and to need, yes, that's a key issue right there, to need me. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a terrible way to live, but yet when you're in that addiction, you don't even realize you're doing it.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, in fact, in, in the message Bible, Habakkuk, it says, um, verse four, it says, look at that man bloated with self-importance, full of himself, but soul empty. Wow. And you know, when that insecurity is actually, um, not dealt with, not managed within yourself. If you're not leading yourself, then you actually are imposing your weakness on others, and it creates a weak, a weak audience or a weak people around you. The strength of who you are comes out of having a clear sense of purpose. Right. You know, I, for for leaders, if, if any kind of leadership, if you're looking to If you're looking to have people follow you, you are already sick, you know, in your life, you are dysfunctional. If you're looking for how many followers I can get, it's just, that's just a warped concept of leadership. Leadership is about discovering that assignment, that purpose, that sense of mission that God has mandated you for.
1: However
0: big or small in the world's eyes,
1: Follow me as I follow Christ.
0: Exactly. Is that something everybody's got something now? It may grow into something bigger, or it may it may just be you know if you're not graced to to lead or or to oversee or you know to prophesy to a thousand people, then um, you know. Then you you can't prophesy to a thousand people. It doesn't matter how much you try and work it, you can, but you're never fitting into the assignment that God's given you. If God's called you to one person, if God if God's called you to influence one person or you know your block or or whatever you know whatever God's calling you to do. That's where you fit in, that's where you begin to work. That's you know, in your area of responsibility. Paul says, um, what's that scripture in Second Corinthians chapter? Uh, let me just look there quickly. Second Corinthians chapter 10, I think it is, where he talks about, um, let me just find it, he talks about. Uh, our metron, that's, that was the word I'm looking for. He said, you know, our metron doesn't extend to them, but it only extends to you.
1: Right. Yeah, our measure of rule. That's
0: right. Yeah. So he talks about, uh, um, yes, he, he, he says this. He said, um, we, do not, we do not have the audacity to put ourselves in the same class or compare ourselves with some who supply testimonials to commend themselves. When they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they lack wisdom and behave like fools. <laughs> we, on the other hand, will not boast beyond our proper limit, but will keep within the limits of our commission, our authority, which God has granted to us, as a measure which reaches and includes even you. We are not overstepping the limits of our province or our authority or responsibility as if. We did not legitimately reach to you for we were uh, for we were the very first to e- come even as far as you with the good news of Christ. But it's important to see that he says we on the other end will not boast beyond our proper limit, but will keep within the limits of our commission or our authority, which God has granted to us as a measure. The word measure there is metron, a boundary. So God gives you boundaries, but he goes on to say that they, by their faith, may increase the boundary, but that, Paul says we are not going to assume or presume to have boundaries that are not ours. And it doesn't right. mean that God doesn't, cannot grow. That's what I'm trying to say. Is it doesn't mean that God doesn't intend or doesn't have a bigger picture for you, but don't wait for the bigger picture to arrive, to start where you are. That's, that's the important thing and learn from others don't try and be them don't imitate others to be them learn from them get get the message deep within you until it becomes you it's like you know the quotes when I'm using quotes the 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 first first time I use the quote I quote the person second time I say someone said this third time I said you know I always say (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you've got to make it part of you you know make it part of you and, and right. until you can begin stepping out with with your bent um i think uh, Proverbs says or you know train up a child in the way that he should go and he'll not depart from their friends right. it's not just about their lifestyle it's about they're bent. It's what, right. The way he should go.
1: Yeah. The way he should go is actually one Hebrew word, which means Derek, D E R E K, which means they're slant or they're bent, how they're bent already.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, we've got to find that bent. We've got to find, but the, the bigger purpose is that I I went to a, a, a church, a local church and the leadership was asking for some help and, and, I said to them, I said, you know, cause they're going, you know, the city is ours, the city is ours. I was like, well, I don't know if the city wants to be yours. <laughs> and, and secondly, is that,
1: you is don't even that, have that measure.
0: Yeah. Is that your measure? But I said, it doesn't matter, you know, and, and then they were like saying, well, you know, you mustn't try and introduce a different vision um, because You know, the people, the people, and I said, the one thing I know about people is when you give them a big purpose, that's when they bring commitment. That's when people are invested. They want to know it's beyond you. Right. People are not interested in you. You know, a tree, a tree doesn't draw people. It's the fruit on the tree that draws people. And we've got to begin to give people a bigger sense of purpose. I, that's why I, why I called it Kingdom Leadership Equipping, Steve, is because I thought, what's the biggest purpose I can give people in, in the world? And that's the kingdom of God. You know, when you're embracing kingdom, it's beyond your little local church. It's beyond your right. denomination, your constitution, beyond your little ministry. It's something so much bigger than you. It cannot be contained in the four walls of your building. It cannot be contained... In, in in your definition of of what a my church is or my ministry is it's so much bigger than that it in, it incorporates it it allows people from every nation tribe and language to to participate in the government of God to be under God's government you know to to in to embrace a vision that's way bigger than than what's what's where you are right now. Um, and that's the sense of purpose. You've got to have a, a bigger sense of purpose than sitting on the couch, eating popcorn, you know, drinking.
1: Yeah. And the tough part is, is we look, we look at things as they are now. Does that, we, we look at, we look at our past, we look at things as they are now in the mundane, in the day to day in the whatever. And it says, do you look on things after the outward appearance? If any man trusts that he is Christ, let him of himself think this again: that as he is Christ, even so are we in Christ. So you don't you don't boast yourself, you don't boast in yourself as far as what I see right now. You don't even look at things as far as the outward appearance. And this is actually just before he begins to talk about the measure of rule. Don't look at things on the outward appearance. Don't look at what you see right now, because God has such a greater picture a bigger scope than your little finite thinking. Yes. That's why it says casting down imaginations uh, just in a couple of verses before that yeah. casting down imaginations and every lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God for crying out loud. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> because imagination is not just, <clears throat> it's not just a dream or a vision. Imagination is, well, if I do this, then this, this, and this will happen. Mm. And if I do that, well, then this, this, and this will happen. Well, I might as well not do it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the, the imaginations are, are the biggest uh, vision killers that you, can, that you well, can never find out. I mean, it that's... Can,
0: it can go both ways. I mean... Yes, we,
1: yes it can. Yeah. We've certainly. been
0: blessed with imagination to actually see the picture.
1: Right. Yeah, you have to have that. Yeah.
0: You've got to have that. But when we allow vain imaginations, this empty right. imagination...
1: It right, becomes the killer. It becomes the enemy. Right, you know, vain. Uh, you, you said that it, it triggered something. You know, I, I'm I'm bad like that. You know, hey, look a butterfly. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's the thing, squirrel. That's the thing that I, uh, you know, the the imagination or the the vain thing. It says, "Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain." Now, I always thought that meant cussing.
0: Mm.
1: You know just saying oh god you know or, or whatever you know just using it but what if uh, i'm just i'm just throwing this out there what if it actually means using the name of the of god for your own purposes wow to validate what you think is right yes wow because that is that is what vanity is yeah it's for your own self worth or your own self purpose. So uh, and that's what I'm talking about as far as casting down these imaginations, because like you said, they are vain. They're there. And, and every lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. I mean, this is this is something these imaginations are something that that. Could be coming from demonic things, but it could be something you're generating out of your own mind, too, is just as far as oh, this is happening, this is happening. And boy, bless God, if I can do this, then this will happen. And we begin to spin it out of control or out of the even arena of what God is trying to point us toward. Yeah. And so uh, but that vanity and just just calling it God when it's not, uh, that's using the name of the Lord, thy God in vain. Because I'm using it for my own, my own. I'm putting his by saying that this is God. I'm putting his stamp on something that I'm doing and wanting you to agree.
0: Yeah. Well, I think is it uh, Jeremiah or Ezekiel says, um, or Isaiah. I can't remember, but anyway, it's, it, he says somewhere
1: between the introduction and the Somewhere maps.
0: between those three, four, <laughs> five, yeah. six prophets. Um he says, "You you prophesy and call it the oracle of God." And oh it's,
1: yeah, you,
0: you're not speaking by me, you know. Yeah, and,
1: but I've not spoken,
0: and <laughs> yeah. I've not spoken. And and I think you know. And again, what? However you deliver, I mean, it's not just prophesying or speaking. It could be whatever you're doing, and you saying, "You're saying I'm doing it in the name of the Lord," you know. And right. it's not God.
1: Thus saith the Lord.
0: Yeah, yeah, but. But then I want to j- just encourage people is like, you know, the, I've sat with people and going, well, I'm, I, I don't want to start anything because I'm not sure if it's God or not. I'm not sure if it's my soul or, or if it's, if it's spirit or soul, you know, that we, have, we remember we yeah. went through that. All but you're
1: weeks. not starting something for Christ. You're just doing who you are. I guess that's, that's the thing.
0: That's the thing. And then a word I want to bring in here is service. Right. <laughs> is that, you know, Jesus said we we are to serve. He, he said the the Son of Man didn't come um, to,
1: to be man, ministered unto, to
0: to be ministered to, but to minister and to give His life a, a ransom for many. And and uh, you know, we got to ask that that, that scripture hit me so much a, a number of decades ago. But um, it just, am I what am I serving? am I serving and am I giving my life as a ransom for others?
1: Right. So they can live.
0: So they can live. And that was the essence of leadership. That was the essence of kingdom leadership to Jesus. Right. To be a slave, but to minister, which means to attend or to steward or to give what you have to others, to give who you are to others. And then to give your life, in other words, to make the sacrifice to see others live. Right. And, you know, ultimately, that's what it's about. It's like, um, whether, and again, I come back to the podcast. It's like sometimes, I mean, besides Fridays, but even now, I mean, okay, now it's nice because we're talking to each other. But many times I'm jumping on the podcast. I have no clue who I'm speaking to. <laughs> there's no audience you know nobody's going yes amen preacher brother go man go you know my daughter my granddaughter she's one years old and she goes go dog go go dog, go. <laughs> so, so there's nobody saying go dog go there's nobody going wow sean i mean sometimes on live when i do facebook lives that that's you know you get you'll get an amen and Yes, that's, that's, a, that's outstanding or not, not to me, but outstanding truth and whatever else. Right. It's, it's good to just get some feedback, but most of the time you're just serving your gift. You're getting on and doing it simply because I have a message. I have a purpose. I have a purpose. I have a message that comes out of the purpose. I've got a, a, a platform to deliver it on, and I'm going to deliver it. I'm going to get up every day, show up. With that. Some days, I promise you, Steve, I don't feel like it. I mean, we've I've spoken to you about this before, but there's, there's days I, I wake up and I think last week was particularly tough. I don't know why, but last week was really tough getting on the daily, Podcast for me. It was really tough. I I got up every day and I'm thinking, oh man, you know, I just struggled to to form the the message to 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 get it out. I was just struggling. This week, I wake up and it's just like bam. But what I didn't do is I didn't stop showing up. Mm. And, and, you know, I, every day I'd get on Some days go, I don't even know what I'm going to say. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm going to say, but I put on the, the, the recorder, put on the mic and I said, I'm going to show up anyway because I have a message <clears throat> that I'm going to serve. I'm going to serve right. what I have. And sometimes there's only, you know, there's only two listens in 24 hours and then go, okay. You know, is it, but that, There are two people showing up somewhere in the world. Two people are showing up that need it. They're showing up to be inspired. They're showing up to get something. And so me serving is so important, you know, is I've got to get up and I've got to show up. And so do you. I mean, and I'm not talking just to you, to whoever's listening this morning, is that show up, don't give up, show up. Just because you're not, got the position or the title or the acknowledgement or the accolades or the applause uh, because you know, you've got nobody fanning you and saying how wonderful thou art. Just take who you are and keep serving it. If it's baking, keep baking. You know, if it's sewing, keep sewing and sew it into people's lives. You're sewing. So you sew that you sew that you sew and, and just keep doing it. Now. And you know, it's just, keep doing it. Keep keep putting it out there. It, because right. that's what God <laughs> promotes. That's what God begins to increase. Right. Mother Teresa, I, I, th- I think I've used this before, but it bears repeating. Mother Teresa was a teacher in India. And every day she walked over dead bodies on the way to school to teach. And it bugged her. It, it began to really bug her because People were starving to death in the streets and she'd have to walk over the dead bodies to school in the morning. And one day she just, she couldn't take it anymore. And she said, I have got to serve the city. And the guy said, the the principal said, what are you going to do? She goes, give me my salary. I'm going to feed the poor. And he goes, how many people? There's millions dying. And you, what are you going to do with your salary? She said, if I can, I will start with one. If I can feed one and save their life then i have done what i needed to do and she she took her salary bought she gave her life for many you know she she bought um um, food with with her salary and began to feed people and of course the rest is history she she was an ordinary nobody getting up in front of the united nations to address the united nations about serving humanity and So, you know, what, what lays in store for you in the future if you just start, if you just start where you are
1: with my my wife really taught me a lesson in that she, she used to walk every single day. She's not doing it now. Um, This was uh, several years ago, Uh, but she said, she said, I know this, I just have to be consistent. And after a while she was walking two and three miles a day and other people started joining her and walking with her, you know, and they'd have, they'd have great fellowship and communion while they're walking around. Uh, You know, I mean, not, I'm not talking fellowship communion type, you know, you know, super spiritual stuff. I'm just talking about talking about life and talking about issues and talking about things. And, and uh, the, the scripture that kept coming to me, is um, in in your patience possess your souls. The word patience, like it says, um, count all joy, my brethren, when diverse temptations fall upon you for the trying of your faith, worketh patience. Let patience have her perfect work that you may be whole and entire and wanting for nothing. Let patience have her perfect... The word patience there is the word hupomene, which is the word constant, cheerful consistency.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's what you're saying, just... Just if you've started, if this is the direction, just show up. Yes. Constant, cheerful consistency. And the, and in Habakkuk, uh, going back there to Habakkuk 2, once again, it says, though it tarry, wait for it because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. So if your soul becomes lifted up in the course of this, it's, you've done it for a wrong attitude. But, but, it says, the just shall live by his faith. What is your faith in right now? Is it in the faith in what you can do or the, or, or what, what you know to do or anything else? Or is it in something that I have faith in God because I know good and well, he's put this within me. And so I'm just going to do what he's, he's made me to be. And that's all I'm going to do is just do what he's made me. I'm going to be faithful in the ones that he's put into my life. I'm going to pour my life into these people that he's already put in my life. I'm just going to, I'm going to do who I am right now. And I'm going to have faith toward that. In other words, I'm going to, I know that he has put me in this place right now. I'm not looking for something else. I'm just, I just know that he has done this in my life. And so you begin to have faith toward that. And it says that the, uh, I'm going to live, that, then, right? right. Well, there's going to be a life then that you begin to have that you haven't had, or we haven't had up until this point, because we've been looking, like you said, we've been looking for something else that's out there somewhere rather than doing who we are right now. Amen. So don't frustrate. I guess that's the thing. We can't frustrate that grace, that slickening, that that yes. the shaming of God that's already put in our lives. We can't continue to frustrate that. Yeah. And just to be in faith or and in patience possess your souls in patience have that patience that constant cheerful consistency just to continue to walk in who we are
0: amen yeah you know, the message bible says but the person in right standing before god through loyal and steady believing is fully alive really alive and that that's you know that's ultimately is discovering the life that is in you the life that's been invested in you by the Holy Spirit and serving that life to others through, through whatever God's given you to serve it, you know, is that you don't need a pulpit. Hey, you don't need a building. You don't need a crowd. You don't need millions. You don't need, you know, it's just where you are today. Start with what's in your hand today and serve that to those around you. Serve it, serve it with all your heart and, um, don't look for, for people to minister to you. That's sick. <laughs> right. Minister to others. Uh, you, you know, be the minister, minister to others of life and give your life as a ransom for many. Give your life. Be a sacrifice. It's going to take, take a sacrifice. It's going to take right.
1: something that's going to be more than where you are right now. Just as Christ, you were sent that yes. they might have life exactly. and they might have it more abundantly. More abundantly.
0: That's right. All right. Well, thank you again for a awesome conversation, Steve. I really enjoyed these times with you and uh, so glad that we had everybody hopping on and jumping on. Wherever you are from the world, thank you for joining us and and listening in on the conversation. Uh, We trust that you'll have a super week. Please uh, give us a share uh, give us a follow on Spotify or anchor FM or I, well, iTunes. I'm not sure if we it, there, but there's a, there's a bunch of other platforms that we're on. Um, if you're in the Facebook group, kingdom leadership equipping, it is a, um, an open group. So you are welcome to join there. Um, I, I pop things out from, from these conversations and thoughts and ideas. I pop into there in little posts and, um, and little uh, images and things just to encourage people and move everybody forward in their thinking and their paradigm as far as being a kingdom leader is concerned. But um, also there is the pin post at the top with all the links to the KLE podcast where you can find it. So we are on a number of platforms and we'd love you to join us wherever you're joining us from. Again, you know, if you have any questions or you have uh, you want to contribute something or uh, in any form or fashion please um, hook up with us our the email address is on the show notes and um, you can you can get in touch with us and contact us we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to hear where you're listening from so wherever you are in the united states europe or africa or asia we know that we have people from all over the place listening in. There's something like six nations that listen in on our podcast. So we're grateful to have you um, with us on these times together. All right. So have a super week. God bless you. And uh, you are full of life. Please give it out. People need the life that you carry within yes. you. And until next time, Steve, thanks for being here Thank again. You. And God bless you.
2: Nuggets of Wisdom Devotional Journal Get the self-coaching devotional journal to discover and practically apply the principles and truths of King Solomon from the book of Proverbs. Every day, read one chapter of Proverbs, answer strategic questions, and write the journey. It will challenge, guide, guide, strengthen and inspire you to implement godly wisdom in your life and leadership. The book of Proverbs is mostly written by the wisest, richest man that ever lived, contains principles of life and leadership. This devotional coaches you through finding and implementing one principle a day for a month at a time that can and will give you wisdom to prosper you, to give you quality relationships, and assist you to make wise decisions in your life and leadership. This is an excellent resource for anybody that'd like to take a deep dive for 12 months into the wisdom that God gave King Solomon as written in the book of Proverbs. Get it on Amazon today, that is on amazon.com, Nuggets of Wisdom, devotional journal, authored by Sean Smith.